1: All right, if you're just joining the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast for the first time, I've just finished up a 17-part series on managing people versus leading people, looking at different aspects of that. And so if you missed that and you're interested, be sure to go back and check out the last 17 episodes, and, and you can uh, take a deep dive into that. Today, actually, this podcast, this episode is coming out on November the 7th, and if everything goes according to plan, today I'm in Buffalo, New York with Rhea speaking on blue-collar leadership, and uh, I record these podcast episodes, two, three weeks in advance sometimes, and uh, sometimes only a week in advance, but I schedule them in advance because my schedule is always changing, and I want to keep these things coming out consistently every three days for a while, so... If everything's according to plan, I'm in Buffalo, New York. So today I want to talk to you uh, about something I've been speaking about from the stage recently. Uh, just in the recent weeks, we've spoken at Yale, Fairfax County, Virginia, which is up near uh, the D.C. area, uh, Columbus, Georgia, Houston, Texas, uh, Opelika, Alabama, and then today in Buffalo, New York. And one of the things I, I've been sharing a lot lately is helping people understand what the org chart is all about. Everyone talks about the org chart. And uh, if you know what I'm talking about, it's the organizational chart that shows everyone's position. It usually starts out with the top person and then branches out and goes all the way down through all the formal authority leaders and, and uh, the people who are reporting to those leaders. Sometimes they're, they're reflected on there. So as I say that, that's why I want to talk about it. It's the formal authority leaders who are listed on the org chart. But I want to clarify that because just because someone's on the org chart, just because their name is listed, that they have a position and a title on the organizational chart, does not make that person a high-impact leader. The org chart actually reflects who all of the managers are. That's the whole point of it, to show the The management structure of an organization, whether it's a big organization or a small organization. And just because someone's name is on the org chart and they have a position or title, it doesn't mean they're a high-impact leader. I I was sharing from the stage recently about this, and the way I helped them understand it is, if you remember that old TV show I talk about every now and then from, from back in the old days in the 1900s. Yeah, that's right, 1900s. That's the old days. We're all getting old. It wasn't that long ago we talked about the old days. We were talking about the 1800s. But now we're talking about the 1900s. So that TV show I'm talking about is the Andy Griffith Show. Even if you're a young person, you probably know about the Andy Griffith Show. It seems to be still pretty popular. Not that everybody watches it all the time, but people know what it is, especially the, the older folks. Even when I was young, it was an old TV show. So that's, that's telling you a lot because I'm I'm forty 49 these these days and uh, it's been a while since that show was out but anyway everybody knows if you don't know I'll tell you a little bit about it and if you do know you'll already relate but there was the show was about a, a sheriff named Andy and in a small town and his deputy named Barney and and Barney was like the he was a picture of the perfect positional leader everything he's trying to accomplish was based on his ability to leverage his position, meaning he was a deputy. He had a gun, he had a badge, and, and Andy only gave him one bullet. And he had to keep that in his pocket. He didn't even get to keep the gun loaded. That's that's how dangerous he was with his position. So what I tell people is, and also Andy, Andy was like super nice guy. He was in control, but he was in control because of his character, not because of his position, title, or his his gun, or his badge. And most of the time, uh, pretty much all the time, Andy never had a gun. Barney would be going crazy. Andy would show up, pat him on the shoulder, and talk to everyone, talk to Barney, and talk to whoever the problem was with, and, and get them straightened out just by talking to him. The whole time, Barney's still going crazy. He just wants to control everything and everybody. And so what I'll tell people is the org chart, I've been in organizations where Pretty much everybody on the org chart was more like Barney and less like Andy. We would hope, see Barney is a low impact leader of people. Andy is a high impact leader of people. So We would hope that more of the people on the org chart would be like Andy. And that is the case sometime. Ultimately, we wish everyone on the org chart was like Andy. But the org chart is solely there, really, not to tell you who the Andys are. And not even to tell you who the Barneys are. But I'm talking about Andy and Barney relative to leadership, not management. See, we should manage things and processes. We we have to. Because things and processes don't think and feel. But people do. So we should lead people. Unfortunately, people like Barney, who who like to leverage their, their authority and their badge and their position and title... They also manage people too. Tell them what to do and boss them around. Don't listen to them. Don't communicate and connect with them. Just purely be a dictator type of a boss. So the org chart reflects, when I say it's all about management, that tells you who is responsible for managing things and processes. That's all the org chart does. It tells you somebody's name and what process they're responsible for managing, what department, what support structure, quality, safety, delivery, all this kind of stuff, engineering. It's not about leadership. See, org charts about management. There is no leadership chart. I haven't seen one yet anyway, but I'm going to tell you this, if there was one, every single person in the company would be on the leadership chart because everyone is a leader. Everyone has influence in different areas at different times. But leadership really, leadership development is about character development. So anyone in an organization is a leader, and all they have to do to grow up the leadership chart, to get themselves, move themselves from the bottom of the leadership chart to the top of the leadership chart, is to work on intentionally growing and developing their character. It's not about formal authority. It's about moral authority. So anyone in the organization, no matter what level, what title you have, you're already on the leadership chart. The question is, how high do you want to be on it? And see, what's cool about the leadership chart is you decide where you're going to be. You decide what your character is. You decide if you want to grow and develop your character make better choices. Be more honest. Walk the talk. Be humble. Be courageous to do the right thing. Have good intentions. Try to motivate people instead of manipulate people. All that type stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there. Let everybody know because some people don't know. The organizational chart is all about management. We have to manage things and processes. That chart's neat and nice to go look at and see, oh, this person's responsible for that area or that project or that team of people who who are trying to accomplish something specifically. But it doesn't tell you who the leaders are. Anybody's name on the org chart, they may or may not be leading people well. So think about that when you think about the org chart. And also, as I I tell people, the org chart usually starts with the top leader at the top, and then it branches out at the bottom. Kind of looks like a pyramid, if you could kind of see the the, uh, org chart on the wall. But really what leaders should do, high-impact leaders should literally take that org chart, flip it upside down, and they're on the bottom. Put all the people on the top, and between the people and the, and the leader are all the other leaders who are going to help the people. So the top leaders on the bottom helping everybody. And the further up you go up the chart is where you move to the people. That's called an inverted uh, org chart. That's the way it should look. That's the way it is when there's a high-impact leader leading the organization. If there's a low-impact leader flip it back to the traditional way where the leader's on top and everybody's down below. That's not a, a high-impact leader way of looking at things. Anyway, going to wrap up today's episode. All I wanted to do is provoke a little thought, help you think about the org chart and what it really means. It's all about management, nothing to do with leadership. That's ultimately all you need to know. You're in control of determining your leadership level and where you want to be within the organization. Have a great day. Talk to you next time.
0: Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Carter Leadership series books and others, now available on audio along with paperback and e-books at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership podcast.